consideration today is recorded in St. Paul's letter to the Colossians in chapter 1 verses 1 through 8. Here we read, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, and of the love which ye have for all the saints, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which has come unto you as it has in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit as it doth also in you since the day ye heard of it, and knew the grace of God in truth. He also learned of it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. Though the Apostle Paul may never have visited the church in Colossae, when he heard of the believers' faith in Christ Jesus and the resulting love they had for all their fellow believers, he, together with Timothy, gave thanks to God for giving to the Colossian believers the sure hope of eternal life in heaven through faith in Christ Jesus. The good news of God's pardon and forgiveness and the promise of everlasting life in heaven because God the Son became true man and redeemed mankind reached the ears of the Colossians through Epaphras and perhaps others too, and faith in Jesus was kindled in their hearts. As the good news of God's gracious gift of forgiveness of sins and eternal life in heaven for Jesus' sake was used to generate faith in the hearts of the believers at Colossae nearly 2,000 years ago, so this same message generates faith in human hearts today. The same gospel, that word of truth, tells us of the certain hope laid up for us in heaven, not because of anything we have done or can do, but because God's own dear Son, Jesus Christ, came into this world and suffered and died for the sins of all people and rose again in victory. God's Word tells us that His gift to us for Jesus' sake is life everlasting in the mansions of heaven. Such a gracious gift of God, the forgiveness of all our sins because of His own Son's holy life and innocent sufferings and death in our stead, and the assurance that we have a place in his eternal heavenly kingdom, 
will also move us to selfless love for other believers and fellow heirs of eternal life in heaven. But this love is the result of God's loving gift of salvation to us, not the cause of it. What a comfort to know that, though we have sinned and come short of the holy demands of God's good law, Jesus fulfilled it for us and then took our sins upon himself, paying the just penalty upon the cross that we might have forgiveness and life everlasting. And this faith and hope we now have is not an uncertain hope, but simply waiting in faith for the blessings won by Christ and assured to us by the promises of God. God has offered and promised us a place in heaven through faith in his Son. That place has been made certain to us by the death and resurrection of Jesus. We await that day in the confidence and assurance that indeed heaven is ours for Jesus' sake. When we face the end of our lives here in this world, we need not doubt and wonder if we will make it into heaven. Heaven is guaranteed to us because Jesus shed his blood for us and paid in full for all our sins. If our salvation depended on us or anything we did, we could have no certainty and no hope. But because it depends upon Jesus and his atoning sacrifice for us, we have every assurance and hope of everlasting life in the mansions of our Heavenly Father's house, all for Jesus' sake. Paul wrote this letter while he himself was a prisoner because there were those who were seeking to rob these believers of the assurance and hope they had in Jesus by placing other demands on them, suggesting such things as worshiping of angels, eating of certain foods, or observing certain days. Today, too, there are many false teachers who would suggest and say that to be true Christians, people must exercise certain gifts eat certain foods, observe certain days, or follow certain traditions. The Apostles' message, the true gospel, is that we are complete in Jesus. Our salvation and everlasting life are certain in Him. There is nothing we need add to His redemptive work. We pray, Dear Father in heaven, thank you for graciously bringing to us the word of truth the saving gospel of forgiveness of sins and life everlasting for the sake of your Son, Christ Jesus. By your Spirit, move us to believe and take heart and be assured that for Jesus' sake our sins are forgiven and for Jesus' sake we have life everlasting with you in heaven. Amen.
acceptable in your Scripture is quoted from the 21st century King James Version, copyright 1994 by Dual Enterprises, Incorporated.